Good morning, brothers and sisters. Um, so several years ago, I, I really can't remember uh, how many, a parishioner lovingly donated a, a bunch of images of the holy face of Jesus for me to hand out to, to any of you who would like one. And they've been sitting in the sacristy for, I don't know, three or four years now, and I just never did it. And I thought it would be a good time to preach about that and to offer you at least 50 of you, one of these images. You can always, of course, order your own or get your own if you'd like. But it's really a beautiful and a, a very traditional image. So the first 50 parishioners who want one, who call the office tomorrow and ask, you can have one. So this is a, a beautiful traditional image of the holy face of Jesus as it was given to us on the veil of Veronica. You know, in the, the Stations of the Cross, we get from the Gospel that when Jesus was carrying his cross to be crucified, at one point this woman named Veronica goes up and wipes his face with her veil. Right? He's been bleeding and sweating and out of compassion she does this and he left on her veil the image of his face, this miraculous gift to her and to the church because of her compassion. And so this same image hangs in St. Peter's in the Vatican. So again, it's the image of the, the face of Jesus as on the veil of Veronica. So it's a very beautiful image and for those of you who would like one, you can take it home and get it framed. However, there are special graces you can receive, indulgences, for having the image of Jesus' face in your home. Pope St. Leo XIII gave many indulgences in regards to veneration and honor of the holy face. He gave certain plenary indulgences for very complicated things that I'm not even going to tell you because you probably won't be able to do. But you can get at least a partial indulgence for having the face of Jesus in your home. And this is how he described it. He said, if you have displayed in your home the image of Jesus Christ, his holy face, as the guardian and protector of your domestic church, and if when you pray your habitual prayers as a family, before the image, then you will receive indulgences. I'm not sure how many days off of purgatory. I think he said you get like 60 days off of purgatory or something every time you do this. So if you have the image in your home and you regularly pray as a family and you pray before the image, then you're gonna constantly be getting these indulgences. And you can offer them, of course, to the souls in purgatory. As the rule goes with indulgences, you can use them or you can give them to somebody who's dead. But you can't give them to somebody else who is living. The reason you can't do that is because they can get their own indulgences. They're still alive. So only the dead and the person who did them can get the grace of the indulgence. And that's, of course, left up to you. But it's really a beautiful tradition, the grace of indulgences. But as Catholics, we have always displayed holy images of our Lord, of Our Lady, and of the saints. And the reason we do this is because, as you know, there's a, there's a very old saying I'm sure you could finish it for me. A picture is worth a thousand words. An image, a picture, is able to say so much. It's like reading a whole, not a book necessarily, it would be a really short book, but reading a lot about a specific theme. An image, a picture, can encapsulate so much. And when this image is an image of Jesus Christ, the Word of God, in essence... When you're looking at a holy image of Jesus or the Stations of the Cross or any such thing, the cross itself, it's like reading the Bible. It's like reading the gospel stories. 
and there's no greater meditation that you can do. So having holy images and utilizing them is so important, so helpful in the Christian life. It helps us to be able to just close our eyes and see that image in our mind and bring us to a holy reflection on the love of Christ Jesus, on the suffering he went through to save us from sin, on the charity of Veronica. So an image like this one can be very beneficial for you, for your children, in your home. That's why the popes, that's why the church grants these indulgences. Now, it's always good to repeat these, these basic facts that having an image of Jesus is not breaking any commandment or teaching. In the Old Testament, God gave this rule, this law to his people, you are not to have graven images. Now, a graven image is an engraved or carved or sculpted image. So he was telling them not to do this. Now, a lot of times Christians have often thought this means you can't have any pictures, any images of anything. But all you have to do is go back and look into the true history of the Jews, and they had images of everything. If you went into the temple of Jerusalem, the house of God, the walls, the inside walls of the temple were covered with images. Some of natural things, trees and birds and flowers and grass, sun and stars and moon. And images of angels were surrounding the inner walls of the temple, gilded images. But the images they were forbidden to have were images of God. That's what they were forbidden to have. That's what is referred to when we speak of graven images. It's not just any carven image. It's an image of the creator. But if you consider for a moment how important it is for us to have images, we, we, we want them, we need them. I mean, we're, we're obsessed with pictures. Before cell phone cameras, you know, you had, you, almost everybody had images in their wallet, family, friends, loved ones. Now because of almost unlimited gigabytes, you can have images of food and bees and whatever else you know, picks your fancy as you're going throughout the day, but the most important images you have are usually of loved ones. We, we have this, this deep desire to have images of those whom we love because those images, those pictures, they call to mind that love. They lead us to reflect upon the relationship that's a good thing. That's why usually in, when relationships are ending badly, what's the first thing they do? They tear up the pictures, right? It's a symbol for destroying the relationship because the picture represents the relationship. It reminds them of it. It's supposed to. And the reason there are so many graven images in every other pagan religion is because humans want to know what God looks like. They want a relationship with him, and because of that, they also want to have a picture of him in their mind. They can close their eyes and imagine. And so they just created various ideas of what they thought God might look like, or the gods might look like. But our Lord told the Jews, you are not permitted to create an image of me. Obviously, the Jews wanted to be able to see the face of God. I mean, that's even in the Beatitudes today. We hear, blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. You want to see him. You want to be able to behold him. It's a natural desire, so why would God deny the Israelites this desire? It's because he always intended to give them his image. Jesus Christ is the image of the Father. What did he say to St. Thomas? If you have seen me, 
You have seen the Father. Jesus is the image of God. When we see him, we see God. So our Lord wanted the Israelites to to wait upon the divine image. They would not have gotten it right if they had tried to picture God on their own. Just remember what they did when they left Egypt and Moses was up on the mountain for so long, they created an image of the God who delivered them and it was a bull. (laughs) Obviously, that's the best efforts of humans to come up with an idea of what God is like. But the beautiful gift is that God is so much like us. He looks like us, he walks like us, he talks like us because we're made in his image and likeness. And once Christ came into the world, God was giving us permission to recreate his image as long as it's reflecting Christ. That's why the images of Christ in your home and utilizing them in your devotions are so important. Did you know you can also get indulgences from carrying an image of the face of Jesus? Just randomly throughout the day, just venerating the image, kissing the image. Now, obviously, I don't recommend you carry one that big. That'd be one complicated and two people would just assume you're one of those crazy Catholics. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't recommend it. Little pocket size one, that's fine. Maybe have one in your phone. But again, as human beings, we have this deep desire to have images of those with whom we have relationships. It's necessary then to have them of our Lord and to be displayed in the most prominent places in our homes. If we do this with devotion, and especially in regards to the image of the holy face of Jesus, if we pray our family prayers around that image, and again, if it's hung on a different place, you can just bring it to wherever you're praying. If you do this, God is so pleased with you that he's willing to give you special graces. And as the Pope has decided, uh, you get at least some time off of purgatory. I'll have to look it up again. I don't remember how long, but that's not bad. Again, the Lord obviously doesn't want us to suffer more than we have to. He doesn't even want us to have to go to purgatory if we can help it. But purification from sin is necessary before entrance into everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.